The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What should we learn from the life of John the Baptist? Although his name implies that he baptized people, which he did, John's life on earth was more than just baptizing. John's adult life was characterized by blind devotion and utter surrender to Jesus Christ and his kingdom. John's voice was a lone voice in the wilderness. John 1 verse 23, as he proclaimed the coming of the Messiah to a people who desperately needed a Savior. He was the precursor for the modern-day evangelist as he unashamedly shared the good news of Jesus Christ. He was a man filled with faith and a role model to those of us who wish to share our faith with others. Most everyone, believer and non-believer alike, has heard of John the Baptist. He is perhaps one of the most significant and well-known figures in the Bible. While John was known as the Baptist, he was, in fact, the first prophet called by God since Malachi, some 400 years before his own birth. John's own coming was foretold over 700 years previously by another prophet. Isaiah 40 verses 3 through 5 states, A voice of one calling, In the desert prepare a way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This passage illustrates God's master plan in action, as God selected John to be his special ambassador to proclaim his own coming. Little is actually known of John, although we do know that John was a Levite, one of the special tribes set aside by God to care for all the work associated with the temple. Numbers 1, verses 50-53. John was the son of Zechariah, a temple priest of the lineage of Abijah, while John's mother, Elizabeth, was from the lineage of Aaron. Luke 1, verse 5. John was also related to Jesus, as their mothers were cousins. Luke 1, verse 36. John lived a rugged life in the mountainous area of Judea, between the city of Jerusalem and the Dead Sea. It is written that he wore clothes made out of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist. His diet was a simple one, locusts and wild honey. Matthew 3, verse 4. John lived a simple life as he focused on the kingdom work set before him. John's ministry grew in popularity, as recounted in Matthew 3, verses 5 through 6. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea, and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. We also see that he spoke very boldly to the religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, calling them a brood of vipers, and warning them not to rely on their Jewish lineage for salvation, but to repent and bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Matthew 3, verses 7 through 10. People of that day simply did not address leaders, religious or otherwise, in this manner, for fear of punishment. But John's faith made him fearless in the face of opposition. While his ministry was gaining strength, John's message was gaining popularity. In fact, it became so popular that many people may have thought that he was the Messiah. This assuredly was not his intent, as he had a clear vision for what he was called to do. John 3, verse 28 tells us, you yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Christ, but am sent ahead of him. This verse speaks of John cautioning his disciples that what they had seen and heard from him is just the beginning of the miracle that was to come in the form of Jesus Christ. John was merely a messenger sent by God to proclaim the truth. His message was simple and direct. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Matthew 3 verse 2. He knew that once Jesus appeared on the scene, John's work would be all but finished. He willingly gave up the spotlight to Jesus, saying, He must become greater, I must become less. 
John 3 verse 30. Perhaps there is no greater example of humility than the one demonstrated by both Jesus and John in Matthew 3 verses 13 through 15. Jesus came from Galilee to be baptized by John in the river Jordan. John rightly recognized that the sinless Son of God needed no baptism of repentance, and that he was certainly not worthy to baptize his own Savior. But Jesus answered his concern by requesting baptism to fulfill all righteousness, meaning that he was identifying himself with sinners for whom he would ultimately sacrifice himself, thereby securing all righteousness for them. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. In humility, John obeyed and consented to baptize Jesus. John's ministry, as well as his life, came to an abrupt end at the hand of King Herod. In an act of unspeakable and violent vengeance, Herodias, Herod's wife and the former wife of Herod's brother Philip, plotted with her daughter to have John killed. So incensed was Herodias at John for claiming her marriage to Herod to be unlawful that she prompted her daughter to ask for the head of John on a platter as a reward for her pleasing Herod with her dancing. John had previously been arrested by Herod in an attempt to silence him, and it was a simple thing to send the executioner to the prison and behead John, which is exactly what happened. Mark 6, verses 17 through 28. This was a sad and ignoble end to the life of a man about whom Jesus said, I tell you, among those born of women there is no one greater than John. Luke 7, verse 28. There are several lessons we can learn from the life of John the Baptist. First, wholeheartedly believing in Jesus Christ is possible. John the Baptist could have believed in and worshipped any number of gods available to him before Jesus arrived on the scene. But at some point in his life, John knew that the Messiah was coming. He believed this with his whole heart and spent his days preparing the way for the Lord's coming. Matthew 11, verse 10. But the road was not an easy one to prepare. Daily he faced doubters of various influence and popularity who did not share his enthusiasm for the coming Messiah. Under hard questioning from the Pharisees, John shared his belief. I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. John 1 verses 26 and 27. John believed in the Christ, and his great faith prepared him for hardships, and it kept him steadfast on his course until the time when he could say, as he saw Jesus approach, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John 1 verse 29. As believers, we can all have this steadfast faith. Second, anyone can be a strong and serious witness for Jesus Christ. John's life is an example to us of the seriousness with which we are to approach the Christian life and are called a ministry, whatever that may be. We pattern our lives after John's by first examining ourselves to be sure we are truly in the faith, 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. Second, like John, we are to know and believe that to live is Christ and to die is gain, Philippians 1 verse 21, so we can be fearless in the face of persecution and death. John lived his life to introduce others to Jesus Christ and knew the importance of repenting of one's sins in order to live a holy and righteous life. As a follower of Jesus Christ, he was also unafraid of calling out people such as Herod and the Pharisees for their sinful behavior. Third, John shows us how to stand firm in our faith no matter what the circumstances. Paul reminded Timothy that everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. But for many of us who live in freedom, persecution takes a very mild form. As he lived in an occupied country, John had to be aware that anything contrary to utter devotion to the king or emperor was asking for trouble, yet his message was unchanging, bold, and strong. It was John's belief, his message, and his continual rebuke of King Herod that landed him in prison. 
While it is hard to know for sure what John was feeling as he sat in prison, we can be sure that he might have had some doubts about the Lord who tested his faith. In fact, John gets a message out to Jesus asking, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Matthew 11 verse 3. As Christians, we all will have our faith put to the test, and we will either falter in our faith or, like John, cling to Christ and stand firm in our faith to the end. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.